Hey everyone, this is Justin. I'm the marketing director here at Fishery David. I also produce the On Justice podcast for John and Jordan. Today we're doing something a little bit different. This is bonus content and an update to the Chicken McNugget lawsuit. I'm joined today by our director of appellate practice, Terry Roberts. Terry will provide us an update on the Flana Homes versus Upchurch Foods, Inc. and McDonald's USA LLC case. A brief trial recap. It was widely reported that in July of this year, a jury in Broward County returned a verdict of $800,000 in favor of our client, a minor autistic child, who was severely burned by a chicken nugget from a McDonald's Happy Meal. If you want a deeper dive into the case, I suggest that you check out episode 33 of the On Justice podcast. You can find the podcast on all major podcasting platforms. All right, Terry. What updates can you give our audience about this second trial? Uh, what moves did the defense make? What moves did you make during arguments? Catch us up to date uh, with everything. Right. So, uh, you know, when people see on television that uh, a jury has ruled and the judge reads out the verdict and thanks the jury for the service, and bangs the gavel, a lot of people think, well, that's, that's it. That's the end of the trial. And really, that's where a lot of work begins for people like me. We do litigation support and appellate uh, practice. So there were four post-trial motions this time for this, the second trial in the case about damages. The first is that uh, the end of a case isn't really official until you have a piece of paper and order called a final judgment from the court. An important thing about a final judgment is from that point on, interest starts accruing on the $800,000 verdict. That's also what triggers the right of the losing party to appeal, which is likely in this case, and I'll talk about that more in a minute, but that's the importance of a final judgment is it's that official paper that almost like when you buy a house and you get the deed to the house signed, and you know, it's the official thing that says, here's the $800,000 verdict, case is over. Um, the second motion was a motion for attorney's fees, where we were asking for attorney's fees on top of the $800,000 verdict based on the fact that we had asked to settle the case for for uh, a certain amount of money and at the end of the case uh, because we prevailed at the trial we were asking for attorney's fees to be paid in addition and not come out of the eight hundred thousand dollars to the client by the defense by mcdonald's and upchurch foods we were also asking for prevailing party costs costs are not attorney's fees it's everything else that your lawyer spends on the case it's hiring expert witnesses and paying for them for their time. It's uh, exhibits, you know, all of those uh, court reporter costs because they, they, that comes out of our end and that no costs and fees unless you win. Well, if you win at the trial, uh, you get the costs from the other side. That's just a standard thing in Florida law. The, the winner gets the costs. They don't always get the fees, but they get the costs. And then McDonald's and Upchurch combined to file a combined motion that renewed their objections to the first verdict from the first trial, saying that when the judge held the hearing on that motion, he said things that McDonald's and Upchurch wanted to say that this showed that the judge didn't really understand uh, the proper legal analysis uh, on the issue of duty, whether they had a duty to prevent uh, harm from happening when they heat the food, hand it out to the window to a child that they, they said they didn't have any foreseeable duty that anyone could be hurt if they uh, served a super hot nugget and the judge had ruled incorrectly back at that hearing. They wanted him to reconsider that ruling. So all four of those motions were heard 
at a combined hearing yesterday, which was October 3rd, uh, 2023. It was a half hour hearing, which if you divide it up, that's about four minutes for each motion. Uh, on the motion for the final judgment, the judge ruled for us. Uh, there was an objection for McDonald's and Upchurch saying they wanted the judge to divide the verdict in some way, 50-50 or two-thirds, one-third or some, some way between them. Uh, but the law says, and the judge agreed, that the full $800,000 verdict, that each party was responsible for paying the whole. So if one, for instance, went out of business, the other one would have to pay the tab. It does not entitle us to get $800,000 twice, you know, once from each of them, but they're both responsible to make sure that it gets paid. That's called joint and several liability. Um, and again, that's because they did not ask the jury to divide liability among them in any way. So that was the argument that they were raising about the final judgment. Um, there was always going to be a final judgment, but they wanted certain things in it. The judge sided with us and said the law was on our side. Uh, next, the motion for attorney's fees. The judge looked at that and there were objections that the uh, McDonald's and, and Upchurch said that we failed to put language in our proposal to settle the case before the trial uh, about settlements with minors. Uh, the, the child that was burned in this case is a minor and Florida law protects minors uh, when it's possible that a parent or a guardian or, or someone could take money meant for a child and misuse it. So even if there's settlements or a verdict, like in this case, there's gonna be a provision to make sure that the money is set aside just for the child and that mom and dad or a guardian or someone can't go out and buy a Ferrari or something like that. Um, that's gonna be observed uh, in, in this case with the judgment. It would have also been part of any settlement if they had accepted our settlement offer. The judge found that we did not have to instruct them about basic Florida law on settlements with minors. That wasn't a necessary part of our proposal for settlement and failure to include language in there did not um, invalidate our pretrial offer, which was part of the motion for fees as well. Uh, so that objection to our proposal for settlement and our motion for fees was denied. Uh, the costs are gonna be heard at a later time because that's something that happens after the final judgment's entered. And as for McDonald's uh, and Upchurch's motion saying that the judge misunderstood the law when he denied their motion for new trial and directed verdict back in, I think it was June, after the first verdict, the liability verdict, uh, the judge said, I, I don't hear anything new here. This isn't a new issue. This is the same thing we've discussed before and for the reasons uh, stated before, uh, that motion is denied. So all of those motions basically went our way. The costs we, we agreed will be heard later. And uh, so then the parties circulate, the, the winner typically drafts up a sample order for the judge and circulates it to the, the losing side and says, does this look like what the judge said? And then they, yesterday, I, I believe they agreed with, with everything that was put together. Uh, Jordan and David put those together. They agreed to those and those have been sent to the judge. Jordan sent those sometime right after 4 a.m. this morning because he's always working. Um, so those have been sent and will probably be signed today, maybe tomorrow, whenever the judge gets around to it, but pretty shortly. We'll have a final judgment and order on fees and, um, and an order uh, denying the, their motion to set aside the verdict. 
So what what do you think the future of this case is looking like? Do you have a timeline of things? Obviously, you said that the judge uh, should have this order within within the week. Um, what can you talk about that for us? Sure. So a lot of people once again say, well, surely you've got the final judgment. Um, now it's over, right? You've had trial one, you won. Trial two, you've won. Uh, you've got that official piece of paper you were talking about. Surely it's over. But of course, people have heard about uh, the right to an appeal. Uh, McDonald's and Upchurch have the right to appeal the case. I don't think there's anything that we would be appealing because we basically want everything we were seeking. Um, and so they have 30 days from the entry of the final judgment to file a notice of appeal and try and take the case up to a different court, a three judge panel that would be in the fourth district court of appeal. Florida now has six different district courts of appeal that handle all of the appeals for the state, um, all the civil appeals for the state. And uh, so that could take, if, if they take an appeal, which we think is likely, uh, that could add about a year. They're, they file a brief to the court. I file an answer brief. They file a reply brief. There's a possibility of an oral argument like people might have seen on the news when lawyers go to the Supreme Court or something and argue in front of the judges up on a bench and they ask questions. There's no jury in, a, in an appeal. There's no evidence. There's no witnesses. You just really argue uh, kind of like in sports when they go up to the booth and say in football, you know, is there is there uh, did the ref on the field when he threw the flag? Did they make the wrong call? And sometimes they reverse it. Uh, that's that's the idea of an appeal is the loser basically tries to get the referee or the trial judge get those calls reversed. So what could happen in an appeal is I, I think our chances for for winning the appeal um, are uh, huge. You know, I think we've we've it always helps to go into an appeal as the person who won in the trial court. It's the much harder job of the losing partner party to try and get something reversed. So uh, if they take an appeal, that would be the position they would be in. That's the position we would be in. Um, you know, if something were reversed, and I'm not saying that that's a likelihood in this case at all, but just in general, uh, depending on what argument is they're reversing on, they could find that we, they, they could completely throw out the verdict and say the case is over and we lose. Or what happens in more cases when someone wins an appeal is they basically send it back for a do-over um, uh, more to extend the football metaphor to like repeat the down, uh, which could involve retrying one or both of the cases. So, um, and of course, Florida has a Supreme Court that sits above the District Courts of Appeal. So if the District Court of Appeal were to write an opinion and uh, and one of the parties did not like the written opinion, they could ask the Florida Supreme Court to take the case, which usually takes even more than a, a year. My guess would be maybe that could sit up there for two or three years. So uh, it's not over till it's over and there's plenty of work left to be done after the judge bangs the gavel in the trial court and after the jury walks out. And we'll just have to wait and see about the decisions and the arguments McDonald's makes and we'll be ready to counter them when it happens. And uh, I will be taking primary responsibility on the appeal if it happens, but of course I'll be working closely with uh, Jordan and John and uh, you know we, we have a real team approach so we'll we'll be ready and waiting to see what happens. The other option is they could just write a check um, and not take an appeal so we'll, we'll, we'll 
we'll see. Thanks, Terry, for joining me on this call today and breaking down the case, all the updates for our audience. The firm knows how hard you work to get us to this point. I just want to say congratulations on getting this win for our client. All right, folks, that's all we have for today. Uh, when we get more news on the case, we'll make sure to update you guys. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on all major platforms at, at your underscore champions. Thank you, and I hope you guys have a good day. Take care.